Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of the Players NIL Podcast. Super excited today to talk to a college athlete, a football player, a quarterback, Villanova University's Tanner Maddox. Tanner, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to, to dig into things today. Well, you know, we, we have this saying in uh, in Hollywood here that, you know, everybody that's in Hollywood wants to be an athlete and every athlete wants to be, you know, in Hollywood and they all want to be rock and roll stars. Well, in football, everyone wants to be the quarterback. And on, far as I know, every game I've ever watched is only one quarterback and you're the guy. But I want to go back and talk about that journey. So we start the podcast with really simple, you know, historical questions. I talk about two words. One is sports and the other is athletics. Sports is the fandom part, the games you went to, the people you went, you know, watch TV with, the teams you followed. Then athletics would be when you started taking your fandom and started playing. So let's start with sports because it typically comes before you participated. Tell us about your relationship with sports how it got started who was it with what were the sports who were the teams you chased yeah uh i mean originally it started with my dad my dad played football uh, he was actually a receiver um you know he was never really did anything with it though he's extremely talented but just didn't work that hard um but that's where i got the love for that um my, my dad's always been my role model so um you know when that's all we grew up we watched sunday sunday football uh, that's all we grew up doing uh, i grew up and i got i got four brothers um so we i got four brothers and sister and all of us boys we all played football so you know that was like our natural thing was you know you guys are supposed to go outside let's go play football dad's all-time quarterback we'll go out and play um and that's kind of how i got into football and then once i got into it um the first quarterback i fell in love with was brett Favre. um I loved his mentality, the way he played, his attitude towards things. Um, and then from there, it fell to Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, shortly after that, I liked his playing style, liked the way, you know, he carried himself um, and, and, you know, just the way he made plays. Um, and then from there, it really just, it kind of um, evolved into more of like, I became a player person. Um, the way I saw sports was not like, I followed a team. I never really followed a team ever. Um, if I have to claim a team, I usually say Green Bay just because, of the you know, it was the first team I ever kind of watched. Um, but really, really, it's just been I like watching players. There's certain players that I will root for. Um, so I don't really have a specific team, but uh, I just grew up want, loving, loving Rodgers, loving Favre. And that's kind of how I uh, came into football. Shout out to your father, the all time quarterback. I love that. Because <laughs> he didn't want to run. I could speak for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you played football. What other sports did you play when you were young? Um, I mean, anything that was just competitive with my brothers. Um, we never played. We played baseball, um, but we never played any other sports with teams. I, I got into basketball um, in, in my middle school years, played up until my freshman year of uh, high school. Um, that was it for me just because I lost so much weight. Um, and I knew that, you know, I needed to put on weight if I wanted to commit to this football thing. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Uh, basketball is more for enjoyment. Um, I could shoot threes, but couldn't make a layup to save my life. Uh, I was the, uh, the outside guy. Um, but there was really, only, I mean, football was really it. Basketball was just more for fun. My friends played it, so I just hopped in with them, um, and it was competitive. Love it. Love it. You're from Pennsylvania, so we know it's a rich you know, history of sports, in particular football. Philadelphia Eagles are playing this weekend. This is Friday before Super Bowl that we're recording this, so I'm sure there's a lot of buzz around campus 
Talk about when you first realized that sports may be able to give you opportunities to go to college, to get a scholarship, to play at a certain level. Was there an aha moment, a game, a season? Someone said something to you. When did the light bulb go off, go off and say, I could do this and I could use sports to get me somewhere? Um, I mean, really, really, I mean, you start with a childhood dream, you know, like same as every kid, um, you know, teacher, you know, when you're in first grade, asks you, well, what do you want to do when you're older? It's, you know, NFL, I want to play in the NFL. Um, and that's, that was my mentality. Um, and I was like, I'm going to play in the NFL. That's, it's going to happen. I'm going to play division one football um, to the point where even throughout high school, um, I, I got, you know, offer letters. I got coaches reaching out to me that were division one or uh, division two and three. Um, and I literally like had no offers at the time. And I would say, Hey, I'm not interested. Uh, it was either for me, my mentality all throughout high school is I'm going to walk on. I'm going to earn myself a spot on the team where I'm, where I'm going to get a scholarship. And that was it for me. Uh, I, I pissed a lot of coaches off doing it. Um, and, but that it ended up, you know, turning out great for me, you know, in hindsight, but um, I would say, you know, I didn't even, I, I played quarterback, you know, throughout my younger years, but I got to high school and my oldest brother, he was a senior at the time. I was a sophomore. Uh, he was played quarterback as well. Um, so I took on the role. I was just an athlete. So I played receiver. Um, me and my other brother were his two favorite receivers. We would play. And then, you know, my junior year is actually the first time I played quarterback, um, you know, well in high school. So I really, you know, it was after that year, um, like as I was going through the year, I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I have it. It was, it was still kind of, I think the aha moment was more like when the coaches, like I, I got the official, like, Hey, we're offering you, um, you know, I started getting reached out to, and I was like, okay, this might lead somewhere. Like I realized, like I, I always kind of knew I was good enough to play. Um, I studied a lot of film. I watched a lot of, you know, college football just to see like, you know, can I stack up to these guys? I would go and watch their highlight films. I would watch Patrick Mahomes in, in high school as huddle, you know, and stuff like that. It just, you know, just kind of seeing like, okay, what do I have to look like? What do I have to do on the field to get where they are? Um, and that's really what, what kind of was like my aha moment was realizing like, oh, okay, I can, I can make these plays. I can make these throws. Um, and then, you know, when I got that offer, I mean, that was like the biggest aha moment, I guess you could say. Um, and it kind of like threw me off to a point where my answer was like, I literally answered. I was like, Oh, okay. Like the coach was like, Oh, hey, we're going to offer you. I was like, Oh, all right. I was like, I'm coming <laughs> like, it's that simple. So. Love it. So coach coaches talk about, or get asked often about, you know, the type of kids that they recruit and many coaches will answer part of that answer with, you know, we want somebody that loves the sport, you know, whether it be basketball, lacrosse, football, baseball. Uh, it sounds like you're a football junkie. You know, it, it's a big part of your, your family life. You grew up, you know, in the middle of it. And uh, I'm guessing that it's going to serve you well here in your college experience. So you choose Villanova, an amazing school, great academic school, lots of great student athletes there. Tell us about translating high school experience, maturity, skills to college. Obviously, everyone talks about the size and the speed of the game changes. What about from the mental standpoint? Because you play a mental position. Some of the things that you had to expand upon, learn from high school, grow from, what was the mental side of you know the transition to college athletics? Yeah, I mean, to backtrack a little bit. So the way I actually ended up getting offered was I, I actually I, – I, there's actually an article about it. It's called The, the Pitch to – Pitch to college football. Um, and it's because I threw, I got, I was at a seven on seven and I got invited to go throw a baseball because they wanted to see if I could pitch. And I was, did a very, I threw the ball, like they said I was on par for like a 12 year old. I was like 17 at the time. And I was like, all right, well, then let me throw a football. And I ended up throwing it 62 miles an hour, which is like, I think it's like one mile underneath the combine record for the NFL. Um, and then like the next day I was getting, you know, these offers. So I always knew I had a strong arm. Um, and then I got to college and I honestly like, 
it, that that's something I would say that bailed me out that I could see like being a problem for a lot of kids was like, because the speed is so much different. Um, but I think my, like my arm speed just bailed me out a lot uh, when I first got here. Um, but then you kind of realize like you can't rely on just solely talent. Um, that was one of the things that kind of hit me. Um, I've never been the kid to rely on talent. Uh, I've always, you know, I, I know I have it, but if you don't do anything with it, then it's just, you know, it's unfulfilled potential. So, um, you know, I, I had to get in the film room. I, I had to do all this other stuff, all this extra stuff, make sure I know the playbook. Um, even just like the tying your feet to the route, you know, in, you know, in high school, you don't have to do that kind of stuff. It's more like just make plays, you know, be a football player. It's the, like, the most common, you know, phrase you're ever told. Um, so for me, it was really just like, be a smarter football player is really what it comes down to is because everybody in college is the best athlete at their high school. They're the, one of the best athletes in their state. Um, and now you're going to play against them. And, you know, they're all, we're all, we're all freak athletes to, to put it in perspective. And it's like, what separates me from somebody else is, is our brains. And that's really it is like how fast you process the game and not only how fast you process it, people process it fast, but they don't know how to react. So it's like knowing how, knowing exactly like, what you have to do and how you have to do it in, in such a, I mean, short amount of time is, is really the, just the key difference. Awesome. Yeah. Great, great uh, analysis there. So now you're in college, you know, you've got all this responsibility, you know, you're the, one of the leaders of the team, you have academics, you have social life, name, image, and likeness happens. NIL, which is what we're all about. And the players NIL, my company is about using athletics to better their, better your life, which you've done. And now as an adult, using athletics to better the lives of the people around me. And I do that through NIL education. That's what we're all about. But you've started a business because you have so much free time on your hands. You've decided, let me suck up another couple hours a week with a project. So we, we call it the Athlete Squared um, uh, initiative here. So tell me a little bit about, about the genesis. How did it start? What's it, what's it about? And where you're at today. I'm very interested to share that. Yeah. So, I mean, to go back to really the origin of it is I, I always, like I said, I, I never really relied on talent. I always, I, I trained. Um, and honestly, I was one of those kids, like if I saw somebody training harder than me, I would just figure out another, you know, I'd squeeze another hour and just to, you know, just to prove like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to work harder. Um, that was just kind of my mentality it was like, I knew God blessed me with talent and I didn't want to let it go to waste. Um, so I actually went to a school. I was the first division one football player to ever come out of a program and been around for 20 years. And then just the way I worked, um, and I, I, you know, God gave me also the talent, but he also gave me a mindset to like, yo, let's narrow in on this and let's, let's use this to, to the best of our ability. Um, I, I used to wake up at 3am and eat food just to put on weight and then I'll go back to bed. And that's like, that's just what I did. Um, and growing up, I was like, I always had a lack of training. There's not really a lot of, at, at that time, uh, quarterback trainers that trained like Patrick Mahomes way. Now it's a very popular thing. Um, and even to this day, I drive six hours up to Boston to go train uh, with a quarterback coach um, just because it's so hard to find a quality trainer. So um, just growing up, I just know what that struggle is like to find somebody quality and then find something you can afford or your parents can afford at the time. Um, Cause you know, I, even in Boston, it gets, you know, $60, $70 just for the training itself. So, you know, and that's not even, that's not even, you know, too high for, for training nowadays. So um, athlete scrub was really formed out of that mindset and that experience that I went through was just more like, you know, there's not really that great of training options. Um, and, and, you know, even the ones that are, they're very expensive. Um, and we ran surveys and people are spending over like $250 a month, which, you know, doesn't surprise me at all. Um, there's even, you know, it's, it's shown to even go higher than that, but, um, and then it really ties into like kind of what I talked about earlier is how I watched film. Like I would watch Patrick Mahomes film. 
Um, and that's kind of what our platform does. You're able to subscribe because of NIL now to college players and learn how they train. And they put training videos out, training content, so you can go um, and learn exactly how they train to get where they are, to, to excel where they are as well. Um, but that's really where that idea came from was like I watched um, Caleb Williams, for example, that just won the Heisman. I watched him when he was at Gonzaga in D.C. playing high school football. Um, I was still in high school at the time. I would watch him and be like, like, like I said, oh, he made that kind of throw. Made, you know, that, that's a throw I need to be able to make as well. This is how, you know, these are the kind of plays he's making. I need to make them as well if I want to be where he's at. So um, I always think that's the best way to train. Um, we have, you know, a bunch of NFL guys that have, you know, or that came out of Villanova. Um, they come back and they watch film on other guys in the NFL. That's just how the game works. Um, and that's the, you know, in my opinion, one of the best ways to evolve is watch other players that are, you know, in a similar situation, maybe it's a similar body type, similar playing style. Um, and that's really where the genesis of the idea came from was just like, this is how I came to where I'm at. And I want to help other people get easier access to watching, you know, their favorite college players um, or somebody that plays a similar playing style. Um, and, and I all made that possible. So you're connecting college athletes or people of a higher level of performance with younger athletes. And you're allowing those connections to happen so that they can share training tips, maybe even life advice tips that can have a relationship, right? Uh, but it's an NIL business for the college athlete. So if I'm a college athlete, you know, how does it work? How do I interact with Athlete Squared? What do I have to do? What are my responsibilities? What's my commitment? Yeah, so you go on the platform. Let's just walk through as if you're a college athlete. You go on our platform. Uh, you have to sign in with an EDU to make sure you're actually a college athlete. We have a database that it'll actually pull from. Um, and if you, it'll actually pull from your EDU, uh, your school, and your name, and it'll match it to a, if you're, you know, like a college database. And it'll be like, oh, are you Tanner Maddox from Villanova? And you can literally just click it, it auto, auto fills whatever information it can to make that process as easy as possible. Um, and then, you know, like you said, there's not a lot of time as a college athlete. So um, it also helped this, our platform helps college athletes, but also helps the user, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, but as a college athlete, you go in and you can put any kind of content you want out. And the way we describe it and the way we say is you're creating content for a 10 year old self, your 10 your, your year old self. So I'm creating content as if I'm, you know, I'm giving training content to 10 year old Tanner Maddox and saying, this is the stuff I wish you knew back then to get where you're at now. It would set you up so much better. You're going to be in such a great or such a better player. Um, and that's kind of the idea behind it is like, you're not doing one-on-one -on -one training. You don't have time for that as a college athlete. We all know that you don't have time to, you know, do that. And even if you do, you, you maybe max one or two players you could do a week. Um, so the way our platform set up is you're creating it for a group instead of an individual, you're creating it for a group of younger quarterbacks that are trying to get to college. And you're just using the experiences you've been through and the training that you've used to get where you're at, but also, um, which is makes this so great is how relevant the training is, is like, I'm a college quarterback. I'm competing for a job. I'm not only competing for a job, but I'm competing to be the best in my division and the best, you know, in the country. So you have to, as a college athlete, train even harder once you get there. And you have to learn these new techniques and different things because you don't want to just, you know, you don't want to be an average guy. You want to excel. So um, I think that's just like the the awesome part about it is how relevant this training is from college athletes. Um, it's just it's it's that next step and it and it helps connect and get those athletes there. So you just go, you create content, you put, you know, maybe you want to you can set how how many times a, a month you want to put out content. Um, and then you also set your price as well. We help you gauge that. So we have an algorithm that will help you gauge it based off three things. Um your social media followings to figure out like, hey, are you really relevant? Do a lot of people follow you? Do not. Um, your position in your sport to figure out, okay, is there a huge demand for this? Is there not? 
Um, and then the third thing is how many times you plan on posting per month. So you can, you can do it one time a month if you want to, or you can do it a hundred times a month. It's really up to you. Um, we help you kind of gauge that you set your prices. Um, and then you take 70% of your earnings, 70 to 65%. And we, the reason we have a range there is, um, if you have really good reviews, we reward you and you get to keep more of your earnings. And it just is a way for us to incentivize, put out really good content. Everybody's a natural content maker because you have an iPhone. Everybody has the greatest camera on earth on their phone, right? It's the way they're all sold. Um, so we're just taking advantage of you know the new technology, but also the NIL aspect of things. Yeah, so I'm a college athlete. I am interested in NIL. I use social media. I use you know, editing, all of these, you know, cool, you know, video skills. I'm maximizing and leveraging my talents and my ability. I'm giving back in a way. I know it's a for-profit business, but you're mentoring young kids. It has all of the aspects of what college athletics and what athletics is supposed to do. Using athletics to better the lives of the people around you is our motto. And you're doing it with a business while you're in college, while you're paying playing one of the most competitive spots on the field. So my hat's off to you, Tanner. What's the name of the company again? Athlete Squared. And the website is? AthleteSquared.co. So it's under development right now. Um, it should be out within the next week. So it has all the information you need from a user to an investor to college athlete. Anything that you need is on there. Awesome. I love it. So the last part of this conversation is the advice part. And um, I usually ask athletes to – to talk about, you know, the advice they would give their younger self. You built a business around that, giving your advice to a 10 year old, but let's talk about your advice to incoming college athletes around name, image, and likeness, what you've learned, what you've seen, what you suspect they'll need to know in the coming next couple of years, as we, you know, really kick this thing off. Give me a couple of bullet points on, you know, the kids that are getting ready to go to college this summer and maybe show up in a football field in August and are interested in NIL. Give me some sound bites. Yeah. Um, just from the athlete perspective, one of my favorite quotes is something that I really live by is the failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Um, so it's just, I mean, it kind of goes into what you guys are doing as well Is like, even if you want to roll into the NIL aspect, like make sure you know what you're doing, you know, make sure you're getting the information that you need, getting, you know, the help you need around you and learning to make sure you know, like what you're getting into. Um, but just from the foot or from really any athlete perspective is just like make sure you're putting in the work uh, ahead of time so that, you know, when, when the when the games come around, when, you know, tough practice come around, you can excel. Um, but with the NIL stuff, um, I, I really I mean, it's it's so new. Um, and I think it's something that just like you need to explore it. Um, and I know there's some people that aren't looking to do it. They don't have no interest in it. I know there's a lot of people that do. Um you know, we, we were in a survey and like 92% of the people were like, yes, we, we are looking for NIL deals. So it's definitely something that people are interested in. Um, and I think that the, the best thing you can do for yourself is get the education for it. Um, you know, there's so much, you know, there's so many different you know platforms out there. There's, you know, the player NIL, there's Google, like just even on the smallest scale, if you're going to get into it, just make sure you do the research ahead of time and, and make sure you know what you're getting into. Awesome. I love it. Athlete Squared will be out shortly, folks. Maybe by the time this podcast gets released, I'm excited to watch it grow. I'm excited to you for you to grow as an entrepreneur. I'm excited to watch your athletic journey as well at Villanova University. Uh, Tanner Maddox, you've been a great guest. We wish you nothing but the best and success. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me.